the characteristics of these certain men. This is our lesson tonight, the characteristics of these certain men. Now remember, when we begin teaching Jude, Jude, hey, Miss Newton, Jude told us there were certain men that crept in unaware. And when they crept in unaware, we did not know how dangerous they were. Because when they came in, the Bible, uh, Jude told us when they came in, they did not come through the front door. <laughs> they crept in alongside, come on here, that they found a way to get in alongside what, what was being taught. And they found a few folks that, that had some, some issues with church and may have had some hurt in the church and may have had some issues with a pastor or deacon or however it went. There were certain men that came in unaware, but they did not know. We did not know how dangerous they were until they began to work their work. So now in verse 8, Jude is catching us back up to these certain men. Look what he says. Now, in some translations, it reads this way. Likewise, also these dreamers. Understand what Jude is saying. Jude connected the certain men. Now, remember we talked about the people in Sodom and Gomorrah, right? That he connected them with the people in Sodom and Gomorrah in their sensuality. That means that the issue with the defiling the flesh, this is what he was talking about. And in their rejection of God's authority, reject authority. That is what Jude was saying. These dreamers, watch this, watch this. The dreamers are these false prophets in whom Jude had begun to tell the children of Israel, the people of God, about the false teachers that had been going around teaching things that was not of God. And so he, he called them dreamers because what these certain men were doing, watch this, instead of teaching from the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. They did more relying on their dreams to teach you. Are you hearing me? These false prophets wasn't teaching from the word of God. They were teaching from the dreams they were having. Come on here. And because they were teaching from those dreams, they relied more on their dreams than they did God. <laughs> Amen. They, they relied more on their visions and they taught from a vision, they taught from a dream instead of teaching from the word of God. 
And when they start doing this, now you have a lot of people in this world, watch this, you got a lot of people in this world, even right now today, let's think about it, even right now today, there are people who are believing all winds and doctrines. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And I know I said it before, but I want to say it again. And, and the reason why they're believing is it, because they're in between two decisions. <laughs> they are halted in between two decisions. Amen. And, and most of the time, when you're halted in the middle, it, it's kind of tough to choose which way to go. Because now, because you're in the middle, because they're in the middle, confusion sits in. And so the stuff, watch this, and so the stuff that kept them now is the thing that's stopping them. Now they don't know if having faith is good enough. <laughs> now they don't know if I can really trust God. Now that they're in between two decisions, why? Because of, of what's being taught and what they believe. And they're letting go of what they believe to hold on to what they're being taught. Oh, come on, y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. So these dreamers, these false prophets who are relying on dreams to teach people are leading these people astray because they are not teaching from the foundation which has been laid. They're teaching from dreams, amen that have no foundation. Come on, talk to me. So when Jude pointed out these things, watch this. When he pointed these things out, that these certain men, they reject authority. <laughs> Come on. It meant that they wanted to be in authority. Watch this. So therefore, they rejected the authority of God and they rejected those uh and they rejected those God put in authority. Amen. And we got some of those folks right now. Now hear this. Can I say this again? And I know I say it all the time. Jude was talking to the church. Come on here. And can I, I got to say it because there are people in our churches that reject authority. Come on here. And because they're rejecting authority and because they want to be in authority, they don't know they're kicking against the prick. Isn't that what Jesus told Paul? Saul, before he turned the name into Paul. He said, man, don't you know it's hard to kiss, kink against the prick? In other words, check this out. In other words, you all know what a, what a prick is. 
It's, it's a stick that, that has a point on the end. And it was normally used, amen, to, to help guide <laughs> the animals back in line when they got out of line. Watch this. But what Saul was doing, Saul was kicking against the very thing, y'all ain't happy with your boy tonight, that was supposed to keep him alive, supposed to help him along the way. But he was kicking against it, not knowing, watch this, anybody ever got pricked before? It hurts. And here's the thing, instead of you causing damage to the prick, you causing damage to yourself. <laughs> oh, y'all ain't gonna talk to your boy tonight. Because you, you're not rejecting the man or the woman of God. You're rejecting God. You ain't saying nothing back to me. If God had put a man and or a woman in a certain place or in a certain position, because you are fighting against a flesh, you ain't saying nothing back to me. Let's remember what the Bible says. That the war that we're in is not a flesh war. It's a spiritual war. So when you go against the person in whom God has placed in your life. Now, don't get me wrong. Watch this. Now, I'm not just talking about pastors. I mean parents. Come on, talk to me. Teachers. <laughs> on your job, your supervisor. You ain't got to say nothing back to me. Your CEO. The street light, police, come on here. When you go against authority, you got to know God set laws in the land. Y'all do know that. And what did Jesus say? Jesus said, I'm not coming to destroy the law, I'm fulfilling it. Come on now. And Jude is saying, watch this. When they reject authority, they're not only rejecting what God has put in place, but they're rejecting God himself. Because, watch this, because of the flesh. Now remember, these dreamers defile the flesh. That means they, they live according to how they feel. <laughs> They did things according to how they feel. And if we are going to be kingdom-minded, if we are going to be kingdom people, if we want the kingdom now, then we cannot live and we cannot make decisions based off of what we feel. We have to make decisions based off the kingdom and the word. Come on here. <laughs> we cannot be influenced by us anymore. We have to get rid of us so we can allow the word of God to work through us and in us and around us. The Jews said, these certain men, because now they figure, they know it all. <laughs> And they're teaching these dreams and visions to people. 
And now because they got a certain crowd of folk, come on, hear me. Now they're rejecting the very authority of God. Because they want to be in the place of authority. Y'all remember what happened to, to the devil when he tried to get there? What happened? They kicked him out. And listen, God knows when to promote. <laughs> God knows when to elevate. The Bible says to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Hear me. And in due season, he will exalt you. And due time, he will exalt you. When it's time to promote you, he will exalt you. That means you don't have to really just, I mean, go to your job and start kissing up on Just do what you're supposed to do. And God will exalt you. Jews said these men, they rejected authority. And because they were rejecting authority, they wanted it. And, and see, some people want things because it looked like they should have it. Hmm. And just because it looked good, <laughs> y'all know how it go. Don't mean it's good for you. See, every person is not made to be in, a, in, in an authoritative position. Come on now. Every person is not made to be over other people. There are just some people who are great followers, who are great helpers, who are great supporters. Come on here. And it takes nothing from you to be that. Because it all come together, whether you're the head or the foot, whether you're the hand or the knee, it's all just one body. But these dreamers, they didn't want that. They wanted to be in control. Watch this. So as we look at our culture, our culture, watch this, also encourages us to reject authority. Y'all seen it? It's in many of our homes. Come on. It's on the street. Folks don't even give respect to police no more. And I know what you're saying. Man, a lot of these cops doing, and a lot of them could be, but there are also a lot of them that's not doing dirty stuff. But the culture is cultivating. You don't have to listen to authority. Start questioning authority. Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do that? Yes, yeah, some bad stuff had happened. Hear me. Some things that took place in our nation that changed a lot of people's thought process. And now the culture is when authority wants to ask you to do something, 
The culture now is saying, I need to question authority. <laughs> because if what you're saying to me don't sound like something I want to do, then I got an issue with your authority. And this is the reason why I got to tell you again. And this is the reason why so many of the people that were supposed to go into the promised land did not make it. Because they start recognizing their self. <laughs> they start believing they were the only authority. They start believing and themselves, they started taking on roles of authority for their own lives, so they believe. And when we begin to think that we're in control, you're not in control. <laughs> Come on. Watch this. We start rejecting authority and start recognizing self as the only real authority in our lives. In other words, watch this. I work with children all the time. And I hear this all the time. My mama told me, hear this, watch this. Now, watch this. They say, my mama told me I don't have to listen to you. <laughs> Anybody ever heard some child say that before? I'm telling you. And they will tell you, wait, since you're not my daddy, I ain't got to listen to you. What, what does that mean? That means, watch this. That means who's ever in authority is teaching a contradiction. Watch this. To listen to me, but no one else. Come on now. How is that? If we are going to be followers of the word, the word says to be in subjection to the ones who are over you. Isn't that the word? It's in there. Be subjective to it. That don't mean you 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 do you run at every bigger. No, that, that means you you do what the word the word asks you to be submissive to those who are over you. And when you're doing that, you're doing it unto God. Come on, talk back to me. So don't be thinking, because I know a lot of people thinking, I ain't no door, I ain't no door, man. I ain't gonna let nobody walk over me. Let me tell you something. Can I say this? Whoever think they're getting over on you, they're not getting over on you. <laughs> Come on here. Whoever think they're getting the best of you, they're not getting the best of you. Stop allowing your feelings to make you feel a certain type of way. God got your back. And if there's anybody in your life that ain't doing right by God, hear what I'm saying. <laughs> not by you, not doing right by God. God is obligated to take care of the sheep. He's the shepherd. Come on here. And because he's the shepherd, it's his job to protect. It's his job to fight. You ain't saying them back to me. When these people begin to tell and cultivate this type of lifestyle, 
can question the authority and you don't have to listen or follow those certain rules that have been keeping you safe. Come on here. You are now headed into the danger zone. Watch this. So, people begin to believe that's why Sodom and Gomorrah turned out the way it turned out. Because people believed that they were their own authority. Are you hearing me? Watch this. So, we can do this with the Bible. Watch this. By choosing to only believe certain passages. <laughs> you know, some folks don't say nothing about the Bible until they're trying to get you right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, ain't no verses coming up until they try to get you together. Let me keep going. We can do it with our beliefs by choosing at the at, at, at a salad bar of religion. Mm. Or we can do it with our lifestyle by making our own rules and not recognizing, watch this, the proper authorities God has established. See, too many of us, and I gotta go, I ain't gonna be able to finish it. Man, too many of us, we treat the word of God like a buffet. <laughs> we treat the word of God like a buffet. You, you pick what you want. And sometimes you get it, then you take a little bite of it. You don't even want it. You don't even finish it. And we do the word of God like that. We do the Bible like that. We go and pick and choose what we need for our life at the time. No. The word of God is a whole meal. Amen. You got your vegetables, you got the starches. Come on, you got your carbohydrates there. You, you got your iron in it. You got your zinc in it. And everything you need is in the word. And I've learned with these children when we do these little food program, not the food program, when we do these little food diagrams. It was said to believe that the more color, the greens, the reds, and, and, and the more color that is on your plate, you have a full meal. It's well proportioned. It's well balanced. And many of us do not have a well balanced spiritual devotional life with the word of God. Because we treat it like a buffet. We pick and choose the parts that work for us or the parts we want to work for us. But God is not like that. It's either all God or no God. Come on, talk back to me. It's either all Jesus or no Jesus. So these dreamers, it is possible that Jude meant that the certain men, watch this, was out of touch with reality. And it's more likely that he meant they claimed to have prophetic dreams, which were really deceptions. <laughs> oh boy. So they're out here 
teaching things. Listen to me. That has nothing to do with the word of God. You have people right now, today, in this world, still teaching about certain gods and about certain men. There are still people who believe, watch this, that Jesus was just a prophet. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing back to me. There are certain people in the world that still believe that Jesus is just a prophet and that he is not the son of God. Listen to me. When that type of stuff begin to go on, you have to dig within yourself, watch this, and go back to what the Bible says. That if we train up the child in the way they should go, when they get old, hear me, they shall not depart from it. Now watch this. The it is connected to the way. <laughs> watch this. The way it, the it is connected to the way. The way is connected to the word. And the word, you got to understand this. And the word of God is more than a word. It's a path of life. David said he leads me in the path of righteousness. Righteousness is a lifestyle. Come on, talk back to me. Train up in the way they should go. They're the way they should go. That's a path. That's a certain lifestyle. So as they get on, they won't depart from it. What is the it? The path in which they begin on. <laughs> but these certain dreamers, they don't teach that. These false prophets, these false teachers, they're not teaching that. They base their teachings off of how they feel about a certain thing. And the word of God is not based on how you feel. It's based on what God said. Your life is worth living because he lives. <laughs> we sing the song, Because He Lives. I can face tomorrow because he lives. All fear is gone. I know, oh, I know who holds the future. The mayor don't hold your future. The governor can't hold your future. The president, vice president, they don't hold your future. If God got it in the cards for you to have, if God got it in your plan, if he already ordered yourself, whatever's supposed to be yours, when you get to it, it'll happen for you. He'll bring it right to you. You ain't got to 
to struggle for it. You ain't got to fight for it. You ain't got to beg for it. God will bring it to you, whether it's through information or through a connection. However the Lord put it in your plan, it's going to come to you. Come on here. Can I say this to you? The more you are exposed to the word, the more blessed you get. So can I say this? Exposure brings blessings. The exposure brings miracles. Come on. Exposure brings deliverance. I got to say this and I'm going. If those 10 men would not have been exposed, if they did not show themselves, if they did not come to Jesus, those 10 lepers, if they would not have even came to Jesus, they would have never got here. If that lady would have came out when she was supposed to come out, she would have never touched his hand. Because they exposed themselves, because they came out, they were blessed. And listen, don't allow anyone to steer you and, and, the, and the writer told him, he said, what happened? He said, who was it? Remember Paul said this. He said, who was it that steered you away from the gospel? Who came in and rattled you and shook you and moved you away? Who was it? There are people in this world that want to take you away from the truth. And Jesus said, this truth will set you free. 